Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hollywood, 1953. A red carpet stretches over dozens of feet, lined with sparkling spotlights. Everything is ready for the grand premiere of the Howard Hawks film, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. That's when the limousine arrives, gradually coming to a stop to allow the actress to step out. She tries to stay calm to appear serene, but deep inside, she feels nervous. Wearing a red satin dress that reveals her slender legs, she confidently strides forward. Her blonde hair is perfectly styled and her diamond earrings glisten. The crowd greets her as soon as she appears. She smiles at them and waves and they all start screaming with admiration. The flashes from the photographers almost blind her. Inside the theater, she is greeted by the applause of her fellow actors and actresses. As the lights dim and the film begins, Marilyn appears on screen, dazzling. The entire room is silent, captivated by her performance, until she delivers one of her famous lines. But diamonds are a girl's best friend. Everyone bursts into laughter. Throughout the film, the audience applauds and laughs louder and louder. Then the film comes to an end, the lights come back on, and people congratulate her. With tears in her eyes, Marilyn thanks the people for their support and love. It's a moment of glory for her, and the crowd rejoices, showering her with praise. She knows she has won the hearts of the audience. Hello, I'm Fabrice. Welcome to Fabulous Destinies. In this episode, I'm going to tell you about one of Hollywood's most legendary icons. This actress has captivated millions of fans around the world. A true star, she is one of the most iconic women in the history of cinema. Throughout her career, she won several awards, but behind the success lies a tragic fate. Her name, Marilyn Monroe. From her humble beginnings to her rise to fame and her darkest moments, discover her story. (laughs) 
Marilyn Monroe, born Norma Jean Baker, came into the world on June 1, 1926, in Los Angeles, California. She is the daughter of an unknown father and Gladys Pearl Monroe. However, her mother suffers from psychiatric disorders and is quickly committed. Norma Jean spends her childhood between 11 different foster families. There, she experiences various forms of violence, including sexual abuse. At the young age of 16, Norma Jean marries James Doherty, one of her neighbors who works in a remote-controlled drone factory. She drops out of school to work in her husband's factory, where she inspects parachutes. One day, military photographers spot her at the factory. She becomes an icon for the 1944 U.S. Army campaign, illustrating women's participation in the war effort. Norma Jean then decides to leave her job and pursue her career in modeling. Within a few months, she graces the covers of pin-up magazines and receives offers to appear in advertising projects. We are in December 1945, on a studio set in Los Angeles. 19-year-old Norma Jean stands on a soundstage, dressed in a swimsuit. She appears nervous, but her eyes sparkle with excitement. She stands tall and shyly smiles at the camera. The spotlights are focused on her, casting shadows on her angelic face. She is asked to pose and to move her body to promote the swimsuit. She does so without hesitation. It all seems innate to her. It is in this context that Norma Jean gradually starts to get noticed by the film industry. In 1946, she divorces James as she wants to become an actress. Her agent suggests she becomes a blonde and undergoes a rhinoplasty to improve her appearance. Norma Jean does everything she's advised to do. She is willing to do whatever it takes to succeed. Soon she catches the attention of the 20th Century Fox. She signs a six-month contract with the studio, earning a salary of $125 per week. She agrees to change her name to Marilyn Monroe, with the first name inspired by actress Marilyn Miller and the last name derived from her mother's maiden name, Monroe. In 1947, Marilyn makes her film debut in Dangerous Years. After starring in several films, she secures a seven-year contract with 20th Century Fox in 1950. In the following years, the star continues to shine on the screen, portraying iconic roles in films like Gentlemen Prefer Blondes and How to Marry a Millionaire. Critics can't praise her talent enough, and those who work with her admire her sweetness and intelligence. In 1954, she establishes Marilyn Monroe Productions in hope of taking control of her career. However, she's officially suspended by Fox, the studio that launched her career. Marilyn faces a difficult time in her life, but she is determined to succeed and enrolls in acting classes at the actor's studio with Lee Strasberg. She wants to show the world that she is capable of playing roles beyond comedies. The actor's studio is an old building located in the heart of New York's theater district. The place is dark and run down, but it is here that Marilyn attends drama classes. She tries to remain inconspicuous. Her hair is concealed under a scarf, 
and her face is free of makeup. She sits at the back of the room, in the shadow, so as not to draw attention to herself. However, the other students know exactly who she is. How could they not recognize her? The world's most famous movie star is there, in their class. Outside, above the theater, a giant billboard announces Billy Wilder's The Seven Year Itch. Marilyn appears on the poster, her white dress revealing her thighs. That's the image everyone knows of her. But here, in this classroom, she is a vulnerable and shy student. On that day, the assigned exercise is challenging. She must recall a moment from her life, evoke the images, smells, and sensations. She opens up. She describes how she felt alone in her dressing room on set. Suddenly, her drama teacher reprimands her harshly, saying, It's bad, we don't believe it. Marilyn is devastated. Tears start rolling down her cheeks. She is 29, trying to build a career away from her dumb blonde roles in the ruthless world of Hollywood. Before we continue with this episode, a quick break to give the floor to our partner, without whom this podcast could not exist. Don't go away, we'll be right back. In the 1960s, Marilyn's career reached its peak, but the atmosphere surrounding her is filled with profound sadness and melancholy. The actress suffers from various mental health issues and has to see a psychiatrist daily. She becomes dependent on sleeping pills, amphetamines, and alcohol. Soon, her problems begin to hinder her work. July 1960, in the Mojave Desert, California, Marilyn arrives late on the film set of The Misfits, directed by John Huston. It was written by Arthur Miller, Marilyn's husband, specifically for her. The location is noisy, filled with blinding lights and moving cameras. The crew members rush around to ensure everything is ready. As the camera starts rolling, Marilyn begins to play her part, but she seems hesitant. She stumbles over a few words before abruptly stopping. Some crew members start whispering wondering if Marilyn will be able to portray this dramatic role, so far from her usual ones. During this shoot, she shares the spotlight with prestigious artists like Clark Gable. In addition to forgetting her lines, Marilyn is frequently ill and arrives late. Tension builds on the set. The atmosphere turns into a tragedy when Clark Gable dies of a heart attack on November 16, 1960 at the age of 59. Journalists even blame Marilyn for his death, claiming that her numerous delays caused him significant stress. A few months later, she separates from Arthur Miller and is admitted to a psychiatric clinic. Once she leaves the hospital, she is constantly harassed by journalists. Unable to perform, she decides to take time off to rest. In the spring of 1962, Marilyn returns to film sets, However, she often feels dizzy, becomes irritable, and once again forgets her lines. One day, she even abandons the crew to attend President John F. Kennedy's birthday party. 
When she takes the stage at Madison Square Garden in New York to sing the famous Happy Birthday, Mr. President, she causes a scandal with a form-fitting dress. Back on the set, the production is furious and Marilyn struggles to be productive. Eventually, the studio decides to replace Marilyn and files a lawsuit against her. However, the co-star, Dean Martin, refuses to continue filming without her. The studio is forced to negotiate with Marilyn and offer her a more advantageous contract. Tension runs high on the set, fatigue and pressure set in, but Marilyn is determined to fulfill her contract. Unfortunately, a few months before filming resumed, on the night between August 4th and 5th, 1962, 36-year-old Marilyn is found dead from a drug overdose. The coroner's report mentions a probable suicide, but the death of this icon remains shrouded in mystery and has never been fully clarified. If you'd like to find out more about Marilyn Monroe, make sure to listen to Love Me, Love Me Not, another Bababam podcast in which we share behind-the-scenes details about her love affair with President John F. Kennedy. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fabulous Destinies. Feel free to share with us stories that you would like to hear on your favorite listening platform or via Baba Bam's Instagram or Twitter page. We'll be happy to discover them.